Welcome, welcome back to the Personal Stylist Podcast. My name is Sydney. I am your host. And we are here today. We are wrapping up our series in the What to Do When series of five situations that may have occurred, might have occurred, will occur, are occurring in your business, any business, specifically if you're a personal stylist. So, so far in these topics, we have talked about what to do when you're doubting yourself, when it's hard. Because in case y'all didn't know, running a business is just hard, period. We've talked about what to do when you lose momentum, and we've talked about what to do when you're not seeing results. We are going to we are going to today talk about what to do when your business is going well. Crazy, right? When your business is going well. We're going to talk about what to do when that happens because have you heard the phrase new level new devil? It's kind of like that sometimes in your business. And why this can happen is for a lot of reasons. <laughs> and one of the first things, I'm going to share some stories here. We're going to talk about these beliefs that are holding you back, what you need to do to release them, why you have them in the first place. And we're going to talk about masculine and feminine actions that you can take. But when your business is going well, sometimes this is a prime time for beliefs to start to rise up to the surface. And I want to talk about a concept called upper limit problems. This is in one of my favorite mindset books ever. It's called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. This is required reading when you join Create Your High Dollar Signature Service, The Accelerator, whether it's the group or one-to-one -one program. Because what this concept means, as Gay has defined it, is that we all have a natural capacity for what we allow ourselves to experience. We all have a natural capacity. We have a natural limit for what we allow ourselves to experience, for the good things that we allow ourselves to experience. So think about this in your mind as maybe a balloon. You blow a balloon up, right? And you know that you can blow a balloon up to a few different sizes before it gets so big that it pops. But you can think about that as your capacity. Maybe let's just say you put, you know, three big strong breasts, that balloon is gonna puff up. And then that's the capacity of the balloon at that moment. What an upper limit problem is, is when you put in, let's just say four big breaths into that balloon, but your balloon is not used to that. So what happens is it gets a little leak and it shrinks back down to the size that it's used to being at. Our brains as humans is the same capacity. We have to continue to allow ourselves to expand past what we are comfortable with, which is often very uncomfortable. And what we can do sometimes is self-sabotage ourselves so that we go back down to that previous level that we're comfortable at. An upper limit problem can look like um, booking a client, your first client as a signature service, and then having your tech or your systems crash, 
or it can look like a bunch of self-limiting beliefs come in, or it can look like fumbling the next sales prospect call. Because if your brain is not used to selling a signature service at $900, there's the potential that even though you want this thing, you want this goal and it's good for you and you've been working towards it, it is an expansion into new territory. And that expansion into new territory is uncomfortable and it's frightening and it's scary to our human brain, which is just trying to protect this. So it does something to pull us back to that. So when your business is going well, we there is the potential, and I want to say potential because I don't want to put this on you as your lived experience. I want you to be aware of this. And what I want you to really be aware of is that you can practice expanding. You can practice accepting that you live in easy world. You can practice accepting that all of your ideal clients are coming for you and that you make all of this money and you make what you want to make practice expanding that so that that expansion can become your new normal. That is what an upper limit problem is. It's moving past your self-imposed limitations to expand into an upper limit, to have that new capacity be your normal. If you're watching this on the video, my hands just continue to move in and out <laughs> as I demonstrate visually this capacity expanding. So keep that in mind through this podcast episode today. Now, I want to share a story because I've been sharing stories this whole time. And we've been talking about beliefs and I've been using myself as an example. <laughs> so I'm going to continue to do that. Um, I recently had two very good financial months of hitting goals, like back to back, hitting goals that I had not hit before, that I didn't necessarily, that I knew was possible. And at the same time, I had several like inquiries and I had kind of this momentum. And then I had people, for lack of a better word, ghost me. And that was something that I've never really experienced before. When people inquire, I have always, for the most part, I've had engaging conversations with people. We've gotten on a call um, and they've either joined one-on-one -on -one coaching or they've joined the group program. And it was basically a new experience for me to have these people inquire and for me to be so excited and want to talk to them and help them work on their business and then to just not have them respond. And to me, in my mind, this is a potential of an upper limit. And so I want to be aware of the fact that their underlying beliefs playing out in these stories. And the belief, this is um, also a belief that I worked on in my NLP practitioner training, was a belief that when I make a certain level of money, I will irresponsibly spend it. This is my personal belief, and I'm sharing for your, for your sake to, to gain learnings from this, of growing up, um, there was a very particular way that my parents handled money and finances and taught me to handle money and finances. And I had this belief, and it's interesting, I've actually worked on this belief before in another format. And I worked on this belief in my NLP training. Someone else was practicing with me. I was the client. And that belief, now when I think about it, is 
laughable. And I'll share in our masculine feminine actions why now this is laughable. Once, because of certain systems and processes I put in place. However, those systems and processes were not enough to get rid of the belief. I also had to do subconscious work around that belief. And this belief of if I have a certain amount of money, if I have a lot of money, I'm going to spend it irresponsibly was a belief that kept me playing small. It kept me in very familiar territory because like we talked about in the beginning of this episode, when you start to expand into unfamiliar territory, even when you want those things, it is very scary to our brains and to our nervous system and to our conscious minds because we haven't been there before. And as I said, I had these two awesome, amazing months. I had several inquiries ghost, and I had this underlying belief that if I make a lot of money, if I repeat that, right? So if I booked these clients and I made more money than what I had then gotten used to, I would spend it irresponsibly. That that would go away, that the business wouldn't be sustainable, um, that I wouldn't be able to repeat it. And what really that came down to was what that belief was giving me of staying small and staying in unfamiliar territory. And you may have a similar belief that's playing out. It could be that your belief around money in this instance could be that the belief that you don't deserve it and that could be preventing you. That's your kind of upper limit that's going to bring you back down. It could be that you didn't work hard enough for it, right? If you're equating or a belief is around time and work equals money, you could have a belief that it's not going to last. It's just a one-time thing, a flash in the pan, a belief that you're just kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? Like you can have good things, but then something bad is going to happen. And for me, that belief, like I said, was staying small and it was staying in a familiar territory because that meant safe. And when business is going well, this is something that we should celebrate. Celebrating is one of those ways to continue to expand that capacity because you are then telling your mind and your subconscious, your brain and your subconscious that this is fun. This is something we want. This is something we're grateful for. And this is something that we can expect to happen repeatedly. And it begins to, by celebrating and acknowledging it, one, put yourself in a state of abundance. Two, it releases to some extent attachment to your outcome, which can attachment to outcome can actually repel what you want. And it gives you this gratitude for what you already have, which like attracts like, so you will be attracting what you want, more of what you want. So when your business is going well, I have a few masculine and feminine actions that I have put in place myself and that I'm going to share with you that if you would like to take some of those, you may. So the first thing when your business is going well is to keep your systems and processes in place. Now, this is, and coupled with that is don't overspend. <laughs> and this is really specifically for me in my specific situation because of the belief that I had in the past. And what I can see happening or what I could see myself doing is not having 
systems in place for my money to do what I want and needed it to do. So I had a fear around all of this money, you know, coming in and then I would just spend it willy nilly and not allocate it. If you've heard me talk about, actually, have I talked about this on the podcast? I'm not sure. The second required reading book is called Profit First. I tell all of my clients about this money management system because I have been using it since November of 2019 and it has changed physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, my relationship with money and how I allocate that in my business. And what that system did is it helped satisfy the part of my brain that said, I'm going to spend money willy nilly because it gave me very specific systems for how that money was going to get used in my business. And all I had to do was implement the system and follow the system. The second thing that I had to do was, this is feminine, expand my capacity. So we've talked about this a lot with the idea of an upper limit. And expanding my capacity really for me included identifying that limiting belief and doing the work. So there is actually something called The Work by Byron Katie. I have done that on my belief um, and that helped. It reduced the belief. However, I still had that lingering belief and I did, I forget exactly which technique I did in my NLP training, but I didn't had someone do an NLP technique on me and that belief is gone. Um, that belief is not a belief that I believe any longer. The belief that I, when I have money, I will spend it irresponsibly. So expanding my capacity was, um, getting rid of the belief and it was normalizing the reoccurring situation that is reoccurring, right? So normalizing income, backing that up masculinely with the systems and femininely with getting rid of the limiting belief that was prohibiting me. And the last thing that I did in terms of feminine that you can also take is the idea of celebration. So we have talked about this a little bit previously, but celebrating these milestones puts you in that state of gratitude, of abundance, of thankfulness, and it starts to move your belief away from this is a one-time thing. I didn't deserve it. It's all going to go away. Or how am I ever going to replicate it? It starts to eliminate some of those self-doubts because you are anchoring and celebrating what you have. One of the masculine ways that I celebrate is every month when I do my monthly bookkeeping is I also pick out three wins for the month and I write it on my whiteboard that sits across from my desk so that I can see this whiteboard every day. It has my goals. It has intentions. It has launch dates. Um, it has all my clients so I can celebrate them. And it also has my wins. Sometimes these wins are dollar amounts. Sometimes they're clients. Sometimes they are other achievements or features or press or other things that have happened. And what that does is really let you remind you of all of the things you've accomplished. Very rarely do we go back and remember things that are wins. 
if you put yourself in the future and you're in December 2022 and you're doing a review of the year and you try to think back to, okay, what were my wins in January? What were my wins in February? Chances are you're not going to remember three specific things that were a win in that month. The things that you're going to remember are maybe the really, 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 really big milestones. Celebrating these small achievements are just as good as, if not better, than really celebrating big milestones. Because those big milestones are kind of those stretches of the upper limit of our capacity. By celebrating all of these little small wins, we are slowly stretching the capacity for what we allow ourselves to experience, the joy and the gratitude and the happiness, the financial abundance that we allow ourselves to experience, we get to slowly stretch that instead of if you've ever blown a balloon up too much and it pops, sometimes those big milestone moments can pop us. They can be too much all at once. So I love every month celebrating three really specific small wins. And I'm looking at, you know, January and I actually wrote down four. February, I wrote down four. March, I actually wrote down five, five wins. And I haven't done April's yet. That's actually on my list to do today. And it's really fun to expand yourself in that way. And you can also look back really specifically and see how that expansion grows. And it grows in these really small incremental amounts that allows you to stretch that upper limit in a more gentle way. So that when your business is going well, you can continue to expand into that going well-ness. What I want for all of my clients is for their business to constantly and continue to expand and to release the beliefs that you may be aware of and some that you may not (laughs) that are holding you back from allowing that expansion for yourself. So if you are finding your place in a, in a space where your business is going well, whether this has been happening for a while or whether you're experiencing some of these almost balloon burst things of it's going well and then it comes back, <clears throat> excuse me, I would encourage you to remember your masculine actions of keeping your systems in place, having systems that are going to support you in your growth. I want you to expand your capacity, normalize what well is for you and what that can continue to look like. And I want you to celebrate it. I want you to write down three things every month or week, three things every week that you want to celebrate would be so powerful. Put that in your calendar, do it every Friday, do it every Monday, do it sometime where it's a routine and just do that for maybe a month. See where your focus shifts and see how your capacity expands from this action. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Personal Stylist Podcast. (sighs) Sharing these different topics with you, these five situations of what to do when has been so much fun. I thank you again for just allowing me to share vulnerable things, real life experiences. I, um, had a situation the other day or not a situation, just a conversation with my husband. And I (laughs) was saying how sometimes I wish that 
I did not have to be the experiment and the one going through the experiences to be able to teach others <laughs> the lessons. And yet in some way, I, I feel that that is a little bit of what I'm here to do. I'm here to have these experiences so that I can share so that if it is not a part of your journey or your journey can take a different tact, you can learn from all of the experiences that I've had and that I've gone through and gone, gone through and grown through. Wow. I didn't even know that word was going to come out. All the experiences that I've grown through and learned from, and I actually had this concept reiterated. Um, I had a fun wine dinner with a friend while I was in Chicago. And then in that NLP parts integration technique that I mentioned, um, it was in the episode where I talk about what to do when you've lost momentum. I didn't share this part of that story, but that story actually took a hard left turn when we were doing the exercise to a subject that I didn't know it was going to go to. And um, it just kind of reiterated that I get to experience things so that I get to share them and being grateful for that. So I thank you for letting me share these things. I thank you for letting me dive into some topics that are going to go to the woo, very woo side of things. And I am here and I'm here to help you grow your profitable success and your personal evolution as an entrepreneur, as a stylist, as a human. So to all of those things, I will see you right here on the podcast next week. Bye now.